welcome to With All My Heart, a podcast hosted by Joanna Kobernat, pastor's wife at Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. This podcast is designed to help ladies of all ages with the principles of the Word of God. In this podcast, we will explore what it means to love God with all our hearts. Through Bible lessons, we will discover how to deepen our relationship with the Lord and experience His love in a more personal way. As we journey together, let's open our hearts to the unchanging truths of God's Word. Good morning. Thank you for joining me here today on With All My Heart. Uh, it is always a privilege for me to get to speak here for, Miss, uh, for Joanna. She's a dear friend and, of course, our pastor's wife, and um, I love her dearly. I'm thankful for the opportunity to speak. Um, my name is Grace Johnson. And for those of you who don't know me, um, my husband is the youth pastor here at Victory, and he's also the music director, and we just love it here. We've been here for, it'll be nine years in September, and we're just so thankful for, that God led us here. And, um, and we've just seen so many uh, prayers answered and just amazing things God has done in our lives and in the lives of our, um, of our church members, our, our church family, and to see our church grow in just the last nine years, it has been just such a blessing to be a part of it. Um, this past Sunday, um, Pastor and Brother Dan, um, our, who was our administrator at um, VCA, Victory Christian Academy, um, they made an announcement about um, an expansion that we're going to be starting um, for our school, for um, uh, building projects. And, you know, it's just, these are such exciting days. And you really, it is all of the Lord. And it's nothing that we have done, but it is all of the Lord um, that we even have a school, have a church that we get to serve in. And it, it's just a blessing to be a part of. And um, I'm thankful for um, the vision that our pastor has, um, that God has given him for um, to help our community, to help our church families, um, to grow in the Lord and become closer to him. And it's wonderful to be a part of it. And this last um, Monday and Tuesday, we actually had um, our winter revival here at Victory. And we had Brother Gravely, Brother Ricky Gravely, preach for us. And the Reigns family sang um, for all the services. And I'd never heard them before um, in person, but they were such a blessing. And if you missed any of the services, I think you owe it to yourself to go ahead and watch online or listen online maybe while you're work working or if you're, if you're um, at home or wherever you're at in the car. Um, I think you owe it to yourself to listen to these messages and to listen to these songs. I know it would be a blessing to you. Um, I know it was to me. I know every night I felt like, you know what, that was exactly what I needed. I felt like, you know, I, the Lord was there. The, um, um, it was exactly what I needed. Um, but if you're anything like me, you get through services like that and you think, oh, that was great. Oh, that was amazing. I'm going to go home and, you know, implement what I learned. And it was just great. It was amazing. But then it's always the few minutes before the church service or maybe the moments after you get home from the church service that all of a sudden real life hits you again and you know there's still problems and the devil starts fighting you. And for me, it's like, oh, it's a few minutes before church. Oh, the kids are doing this and that and we're try I'm trying to get to church and then you get home and it's the same thing. You're trying to get the kids to bed and you know, ready for the next day of school and then, then you start thinking about the you know, stresses of normal life and I don't know what you're going through today, but it's real life to you. Whatever your whatever problems you're going through today, that's real for you, as my problems are real to me. And if you're anything like me, I can get so discouraged so easily because the devil can just fight. Um, especially, I, I feel like he fights during times like these um, when we have these special meetings, like a winter revival where God has met with us and he's spoken to us and helped our church so much. And I, I truly believe the devil 
is out there to fight us, and he doesn't want us to, to remember what we learned and to remember um, the things that were, that were taught and preached. Um, he wants us to fail, and he wants us to forget the things we've learned. Um, um, but I'm reminded um, this week of a verse, and it was 2 Corinthians 4.16, and it says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. You know, I have to remember that. Um, you know what? Life happens. Things happen. Problems happen. But no matter what, our, our um, inward man, our souls, our hearts, we can be renewed every day um, by the Lord. And, you know, though things happen on the outside, you know what? We, get, we have problems. We grow old. We, we uh, experience things in life that we probably wouldn't choose. But you know what? Each and every day, it says day by day, we can be renewed. To renew, the definition of renew is to make like new, to restore to freshness, vigor, and perfection. Really, I think that's what these revival services are all about, is to restore that freshness of whatever the Lord is speaking to us about and to refresh our, our, our desire to serve the Lord and to do whatever God wants us to do. But, you know, God didn't promise um, life to be easy. Um, you know, things still happen each and every day, but... Um, but we can still be encouraged daily, is what the Bible says. In Lamentations 3.23, it says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his, his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Again, that's daily, every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. You know, God is faithful, and I'm so thankful for, for that. It is our job to let God renew us every day. And um, I believe there are three areas that God can renew us in every day. And first of all, it, and first off, God can renew our spirit. Um, that would be our heart and our emotion. In Psalm 51, verse 10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Our spirit is like our, our heart, our emotions, the things we feel, and which translates through our attitude and how, um, how we feel inside and it comes out. Um, you know, but the Bible says in Jeremiah 17, 9, it says our hearts are desperately wicked. And that's the problem in the first place. Of course, we're still, we still have our sin nature. We're still um, human. We're still man. Um, we sin. Our hearts are wicked. But, but our goal is to follow after God's heart. Not our heart, but God's heart. Um, for example, we have David in the Bible. And he was called um, by God himself a man after God's own heart. Um, but, you know, David wasn't perfect either. He, he did some wrong things in his life. Yet he was called a man after God's own heart. He, he committed adultery. He murdered a, a great man. He fathered a rebel. He did all kinds of things that he should not have done. Um, terrible things. Um, kill, killing somebody today would put you in, in prison. Um, but you know what? God still greatly used him, and he was still a man after God's own heart. So if God can use somebody like David, I believe he could use somebody like you or I or anybody. I believe the key to having a renewed spirit is to keeping your heart clean. Um, to keep a short account of sin. Um, in the verses prior to verse 10 in Psalm 51, in verses 1 through 3, it says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto, the, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. You know, if we keep a short account of sin in our lives, where um, we don't, live in our sins for a long time, and we, we just constantly confess our sins to the Lord, you know, we can keep a clean heart. It doesn't have to be like a dirty dish where, um, well, let, let's say I have, um, we just recently got a dog. Um, his name is Coco, 
and um, we give them, of course, we give them food every day and, you know, several, uh, several times a day. And, of course, I don't wash his bowl every time. But when I let the food sit in there for a while, the food gets kind of stuck on there. But you know what? If I wash the bowl every time, it would stay clean and it wouldn't be so hard to, to get the rest of it off, all that rusted, you know, that sticky stuff, that residue, that old food off. Um, and that's the same with sin. If we just keep short accounts of sin in our lives, um, it wouldn't be so hard to get rid of it if we just kept short accounts of sin. Um, Scott Pauley, um, he's a great preacher of today, and he um, said, sin like, sin, like its father, the devil, is a thief. It steals glory from God, joy from you, and blessing from others. And I think that's the worst thing about sin, I think, is it steals your joy. Because uh, uh, we as Christians, when we know that we're not doing something that the Lord um, would want us to do, and well, we're not. We can't truly be happy about it. You know, sin is only pleasurable for a season, but after a while, you get tired of it. If you're truly saved and um, and you know the Lord, um, you still have the Holy Spirit in you to tell you, you know what, that's not right and that's not pleasing to the Lord. And um, it should be our goal to just keep short accounts of sin and to keep a clean heart towards the Lord. Another quote he said is, "Do you know? Do you know where we all seem to get stuck? At the last place we refuse to trust and obey God." Why don't we just trust and obey God with whatever situation we are in in our lives? Just to keep a short account of sin and just to obey whatever his command is and not to just do things our own way. Now, secondly, not just a renewed spirit, I, can, I see a renewed mind. In Romans 12, chapter number 2, <clears throat> it says, And be not conformed to this world, and, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And it says here, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when we get saved, we're transformed. We don't have um, the old man and um, our old mind. We, you know what? The Lord get, refreshes us and renews us. He gives us a new mind. And we now have um, the, the desire to want to learn more about him and to do things his way. And we doesn't mean we have all the answers all of a sudden and we know exactly what to do, but the Holy Spirit is within us and he can show us the way. And the problem is um, sometimes we let the devil get into our mind. Now he'll, he'll never get to, into our soul. He can't possess our soul or heart because, you know, the Holy Spirit lives within us now. But sometimes we let, I think, we let the devil get into our mind to deceive us and start talking to us like kind of like the you know, like the devil on your on the shoulder, the little devil figure that you see in the cartoons, and he starts um, feeding you these little lies to get you to doubt the things that God has told you. Um, don't let the devil and this world discourage you or deceive you into thinking, uh, or to into getting out, um, out of the decisions you've made for him, into thinking, oh, this life is, isn't worth it, this Christian life isn't worth it. Um, some lies that the devil can tell me or can tell you. I know um, he he's told me these things before. The devil tells me, you can't do it. You can't do anything right. And I, I've definitely been there where I think, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. But you know what? Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Sometimes the devil tells me, it's all about you. Poor you. you know, poor me. You know, you kind of hear that, you know, like the, vic like the victim. But Philippians 2.4, it says, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Sometimes we just need to get our eyes off of ourselves and look at, at others. Um, and start serving others and realizing, you know what, we, pro we probably don't have it as bad as the next person. And at the very least, we are at least saved. And God gives us the hope that he can help us. For those who are unsaved, 
um, I don't know, un or unsaved, or don't know the Lord, I don't understand or know how they can get through um, the problems that we do have in this world without the Lord. And it's only of the Lord that we can get through anything. Um, you know, sometimes the devil tells us, you know, fame and beauty, that's, that's success. Um, for us ladies, you know, it's, it's, it is vain. But it's true. We think it's so important to be famous, to have a good name, to, be, to look beautiful. But you know what? Proverbs 31.30 says, Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Sometimes the, the devil tells me, or maybe could tell you, you're ugly. And it's true. Sometimes the devil tells me that. I'm like, ah, you don't look, yeah. you don't have, you know, the perfect hair, the perfect, um, you know, nails or whatever. You know, you don't have it all together like the next person. But you know what? In Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And the, no matter how the Lord made you, that's exactly how he made you and wanted you to look. And so we should be proud of it. Um, the devil can also tell you and to tell me, to follow your heart. That's, I think that's a very famous thing um, that the world um, shows and, and presents out there. You know, Disney, follow your heart, all the princesses. You know, it's, it sounds cute, but um, in, in Jeremiah 17, 9, it says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperate, desperately wicked. Who could know it? And um, another lie the devil tells us is to accumulate as much as you can on earth. You know, it's all about things, you know, trying to gather as much as you can. Um, so you look good. You look like you have the house. You look like you have the car. You look like you have the, you know, all the things that you need to have that social media, social media tells you you have to have. But, you know, Colossians 3.2 says, set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when, when, our, when our lives are done, um, nothing that we do and accumulate here um, will matter. What, all that's going to matter is what we've accumulated in heaven and the things that we've done that will honor the Lord and matter for the Lord. May we purpose to have the mind of Christ, not the devil and this world. Now, lastly, I see a renewed strength. In Isaiah chapter number 40, verse number 31. Here we go. Isaiah chapter number 40, verse 31, it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know, um, sometimes we just have to learn to wait, and that's just the hard thing to me. It's, I, I, I'm definitely not a patient, patient person by nature. I try to be, but I'm definitely not. And I think all of us can admit that we're not always the most patient we can be, but the Bible says that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. You know, um, building strength doesn't just come overnight. Nobody becomes, a, you know, like a, a bodybuilder or somebody super strong or um, or somebody who wins any kind of competition, any kind of sort um, that has to do with strength. That just doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. Um, you know, patience is like a muscle. If you don't use the muscle, well, those muscles will become weak. And so once you use it, after a very long time of not using it, well, it's probably going to hurt. And, but it's part of it. And, you know, waiting is hurt, hurtful sometimes. We don't like to wait. I don't like to wait. But it's part of the process. And at the end of the day, um, it's worth the wait. Um, it's worth the pain to wait, to get that strength from God. And, and it, the hardest thing is just waiting, I believe. Um, but God is never early or late. He's always on time. God is working even when we don't see it. Uh, let's just be patient. In James chapter 1, verses 3 through 4, it says, Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that, we, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. God wants to trust him, though we don't see him. 
and um, just to be patient and to let him work. And he's going to work it all out if we just wait on him. And he'll give us the strength that we need. And really, it's not our strength um, that we need to rely on. It's his strength. He, he gives us the strength um, for every day and for every trial. And I'm thankful for that. Um, I read a quote the other day. It says, today might be hard, but let's allow God's faithfulness from yesterday to give us hope for tomorrow. May we trust in God uh, to renew us day by day. He has the ability to renew our spirits, our minds, and our strength. May we not forget to keep our hearts right, to feed on his word, um, to feed on the Bible, to put things, good things in our lives so that we don't let the devil take over. Let the, let, let the Bible um, fill us. And lastly, just to be patient. God could renew us each and every day and to help us each and every day. Thank you for listening to With All My Heart, a ladies' devotional podcast with Joanna Coburnett. We hope that you have been encouraged and challenged to deepen your love for Christ and be more like Him today. God loves us, and we should love Him in return. Until next time, keep seeking Him with all your heart.